Welcome back to another beautiful Sunday afternoon. I hope you guys' weekend is going good and your week went phenomenal. I see nobody got their fingers fucking blown off. That's awesome. If you don't know where you are, let me let me let me tell you something. Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show. That's where you are, right here with your host, the best horror podcast host in the world. Dusty McBalls, a.k.a. the Certified Cougar Hunter, a.k.a. the man with the biggest set of fucking white, beautiful, pearlescent testicles that are just swinging back and forth, alright? And on today's episode, we have a Japanese urban legend. This is probably my favorite urban legend so far, alright? Now, since it is Japanese, I will butcher some of the pronunciation, alright? So, just a heads up, I'm sorry. If you want to correct me, you can correct me. Just say, hey, Dusty, this is how it's supposed to be said. But I won't hear you, so you're going to have to DM me on Instagram, at the Rainy Day Horror Show, or at my personal Instagram, Dusty McBalls. Yes, I know. It's a selfless plug, but... That's what happens when you do what I do. You selflessly plug yourself. Okay? This is different than YouTube. Kind of, not really. Same shit, just with no video. Even though now they're bringing that to the table, okay? Maybe I'll do that in the future. I don't know. Alright? And it'll be unedited. It'll be straight from the fucking, like, crypt. It'll be a tale from the crypt. Okay? Like I said earlier, literally 10-15 seconds ago, Yes, I have a Japanese urban legends. It is called... Hold on, alright? I think it's called Kuchisake Ona. Alright? Kuchi for short. <gasps> no, not the Kuchi that you're thinking of, okay? But, it's called Kuchisake Ona. Alright? Now, before we get into it, remember, strap those fucking Crocs on, okay? Put them bitches in adventure mode. We're flying to Japan, alright? We're gonna just fucking throw ourselves in their culture and learn about one of their most famous urban legends, okay? And then we're gonna take it back, we're gonna mount it on the wall, and it's gonna be in our fucking memorabilia wall thingy for the rest of eternity, okay? Now, now that you have your Crocs on, alright, get a drink. Get something, a sweet tea. You know, I know my southern people, they love their fucking sweet tea. Alright, me too. Crack open a sweet tea. Maybe a fruit punch, maybe a juice box, maybe a beer, maybe a coffee. If you just woke up. If you just woke up, sorry, I'm coming in with this high energy on a Sunday. But I am so fucking excited about this episode. It was so fun to research, okay? Now, without further ado, let's get into the urban legend known as the Kuchisake Ona, a.k.a. the Kuchi, alright? The Kuchisake Ona is one of Japan's most frightening urban legends and the legend of the Kuchisake Ona, the story, the most delicately put together story that could even be thought of goes like this, alright? This is the urban legend. 
she only appears at night to people who are walking alone. And at first glance, she is a young, beautiful woman who happens to be covering her lower half of her face with a fan or a mask. And once you notice her, she'll slowly approach you. And once she approaches you, she'll ask you, Watashi Kire, and in English translation, that translates to, Am I beautiful? And if you say yes, she will remove her mask or her fan, revealing her full face, showing off her, like, grotesque, bleeding mouth that slashed from ear to ear. Yes, this bitch has a buck fifty. I'm gonna keep it a buck fifty. If you don't know what a buck fifty is, it's when you get cut on the face and it requires a hundred to a hundred and fifty stitches. That's a buck fifty. All right. Now, when she reveals her face again, she will then ask the same exact question: "Am I beautiful?" If you scream or say no. Kuchisaki Ono will attack you and slash your face and make it exactly like hers. But if you say yes, she might just leave you alone. Or, worst case scenario, she'll follow you home and kill you at your house. So really, you gotta kinda catch this bitch on a good day, making sure it's not her time of the month, because if it's her time of the month, I'm Shamoose Michael. I'm T-Ray Tombstone. Welcome to Menstruation Orientation. She's killing you, dog. Like, she's just fucking slashing you up, right? Now, there is only one, well, not one, a couple possible ways to break this cycle. But it's not foolproof. And when she approaches you and asks you, am I beautiful? You can reply with, eh, you're average, or you're so-so, or just, you're, you look okay. Just be a total fucking Chad frat boy douchebag about it, right? And this will shock her, because she has some insecurities that, you know, she needs to express. And it will give you enough time to run away. But, if you don't feel like hurting her feelings... You could also distract her with money or with hard candies called Bekoame. You can also say the word pomade for some reason she hates pomade. And if you say that three times and she will go away. Insert Beetlejuice sound effect. You're working with a professional here! Nice fucking model! <laughs> It's also known that Kuchisake Ono always has a sharp instrument on her, such as a knife, a machete, a pair of scissors, a sickle even... Yeah, sometimes a sickle. Bro, I'm being serious. Right? She's not Russian, okay, but she does carry a sickle. Now, this urban legend was very... Not very, but it was, it was hard to... It was, it was hard to try and trace back to where it originates from. Just like any other urban legend. Just because it is a story and it's told orally. And it's just, yeah. 
it was difficult to trace back. But it is believed that this story was first told in the Heian period, which is around 794 CE to like 1185 CE. And Kuchisaki Ona's origin story is multiple different stories, de depending on what region you are in. The one that most people believe is that she was an unfaithful wife to a samurai, and one day she cheated on him and he found out. And when he found out, he got extremely angry, and he slit her mouth from ear to ear, just like the Joker. Now I'm always smiling. And to give you more of like, a reference of what it would look like. It would look similar to the mouth of Twisty the Clown from American Horror Story. Shout out American Horror Story. If we're talking real quick, season two, my favorite season, okay? Then season four is my second favorite. Yeah, season four is my second favorite with Twisty and all them. And then season three, okay? Now I couldn't watch season five because it was too gory and it dealt with a lot of fucking vampires. And if there's anything that I hate in this world, it is vampires. They absolutely scare the living shit out of me. It's the whole biting the neck jugular thing, squirting blood that... No thank you. Which is funny because I can watch Terrifier 2 like it's no, like, no problem. But when it comes to vampires, you can count me out, alright? Now, once the samurai was done cutting up her face, he asked her, because he's a dick, who will think you're pretty now? Now, the other stories are a little similar. A little bit, not really, okay? I lied. They're not really that similar. But, another version says that she was attacked by a jealous woman because she was just so fucking beautiful. And... And the other one is that a medical procedure went south and the doctor accidentally disfigured her face. Kind of wish that happened to the Kardashians. They need to be put in line, right? Sorry, not sorry. Fuck the Kardashians. But all these stories do have something in common. Once she died, she came back as a vengeful spirit where she now terrorizes the streets of Japan. Now, if you're wondering what her name means. Let me break it down for you, okay? Coochie. I'm like, come here, put that pussy on me. Don't be running from me. No, little baby. Not that kind of coochie, okay? This coochie means mouth. Sake means tear or split. And ona means woman. When you just fucking smush it all together, you get coochie sake ona. Or the split mouth woman. It technically translates to split mouth woman, but from what, you know, the internet says, it's, they think they put slit mouth woman. So, technically split mouth woman, but according to the internet, it's slit mouth woman. Now, an online Japanese database called Yokai states, the spirits of the dead who were killed in particularly violent manners, examples, abused wives, tortured captives, defended enemies, ETC, often don't rest well. Which, if you're pretty, you know, into the paranormal, you already know that. And this folklore database also suggests 
that the Kuchisaki Ona is thought to be one of those spirits, specifically an abused wife. Hence the first story, obviously. Now, since this legend is so old, the modern day version has changed a little bit. But, before I tell you the modern day version of this legend, let me give you a little bit of a backstory on how it got to today's version. So, in the Edo period, which was around 1603 till 1867, this legend received a huge pop. But these Kuchisaki Ona encounters were often blamed on a different shape-shifting spirit called the Kitsune. But at the turn of the 20th century, Kuchisaki Ona would come back and make a return as the great Kuchi it once was. I'm like, come and put that pussy on me. Don't be running from me. No, little baby. I told you. It's not that kind of coochie. Security, get him out of here. Give me a hell yeah. I said give me a hell yeah. Please. Please get him out of here. I don't want to deal with it today. Okay? Thank you. Now, Nippon, I think that's how you pronounce it, is a database that also has a lot of info on this legend. And they reported that this legend picked up major movement in 1978. And I'm going to tell you guys a story, like the story that really gave it movement at the end, when I'm done telling you this, this new modern day version. And when this legend picked up movement, it happened to be around the exact time when a lot of Japanese students were attending cram schools. And these cram schools are set up for students to prepare for their difficult high school exams. Now, I don't know for my American friends if it's similar to the ACT or the SAT. I would assume so, but... I don't know 100%. So we could know if if it is then we know how, you know, much we studied for it. You want to know what I got on the ACT? So when I was going to go in the military, right? I went to my dean and said, "Hey, um I am already sworn into the Marine Corps. I don't like do I have to take this?" And he said, "Technically, yes, but he's like you can just fly through it and be done with it." So that's what I did. Did not take it seriously at all. Do you want to know what I got? What? Do y'all want to know what I got? What? It's a beautiful, it was a beautiful number. What? You ready for it? What? I don't think you're ready for it, but I'm going to tell you anyways. It was a 14. What? Yes. Me. The smartest and most gifted man in the entire universe. So? Got a 14. Right? Obviously it wasn't me. It was obviously the school system. They probably accidentally mixed it up I wouldn't I would never get a 14 but that's what I got but anyways a professor at get ready because I'm about to butcher the fuck out of this Kokugakuin 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 let's go with that Kokugakuin whoa Kokugakuin let's go with that yeah Kokugakuin University named Ikura Yoshiyuk 
who also researches oral literature before it was rare for rumors to cross over to another school districts. But cram schools brought children from different areas together and they took stories that they heard about like Kuchisaki Ona and brought them to these other schools and would share them as their own and thus the legend of the Kuchi spread even further and as a result some of this urban legend story, the Kuchisaki Ona story, took on a different, you know, characteristics, new characteristics. Now, small, minute details have changed, but the premise is still the same. In the modern day version of this legend, in some places say that the spirit is said to wear a red mask. In other regions, it is said that evil spirits can only travel in a straight line, meaning since Kuchisaki Ona is an evil spirit, she can't hurt anyone if you run away from her and if you run around a corner or up a, like a, up a flight of stairs. Meaning, you could easily escape this bitch like a toxic ex. It's also said that sometimes she's accompanied by a boyfriend who also has a slit mouth and also wears a mask. Now... I'm going to tell you the whole 1978 story and another story to tie it all back in together. Make it nice and sweet and cute with a little bow on top. A little Christmas present. Even though Christmas is like six months away? Four, five months away? Whatever. It, it, that's what I'm wrapping it up for you for Christmas. Okay, that's what's going on here. Alright, so. At the end of 1978, an alleged true encounter of Kuchisaki Ona was reported and this is the one that caused the whole up like not uprising but the whole fucking like pop for this story and it happened when an old woman in a farming town of Yatsu spotted a woman with the notorious slit mouth standing in the corner of her garden she told her local newspaper about her experience and they printed her story in the paper prompting that boom in 1978. And that was when the whole, like, kids were bringing it to those cram schools, right? Come on, people, we're smart here. Now, the second story, this one's kind of creepy. I don't, this, yeah, this one's a little bit of creepy. I couldn't really trace it or find where this originated from. So, just a heads up, in 2007, a coroner found records of a bunch of shocking cases that happened during the exact time of day, which is night, like this legend takes place in, like I said earlier, and the records showed that many children had died at night, and rumoring sightings of a woman with similar features to Kuchisaki Ona were at the same time and place of their death. And the rumors were started, obviously, by the witnesses. They probably, you know, when the police start seeing dead bodies pop up, they ask, you know, they ask the people around the area of the what happened. Like, hey, what's going on? So, this is what kicked that back up. And from what I was reading, it was these 
deaths, it didn't trace it back to the whole 1978, but I am making an assumption that these deaths of children were, you know, around that time where the cram schools happened because when they do these cram schools, it's not during the day. They don't do it during the day over there. They do it at night. And when they do it at night, you know, you come outside, you see a bunch of 21-year-old people and up coming out of, like, strip clubs, bars, just completely hammered. You know, the crime is was probably really, really bad. I'm not saying that it is really bad, but I'm going to assume that it was bad, just like how it is here. You don't go out after night, right? When it gets to a certain time, you, you stay inside because you don't want to get robbed. You don't want to get shot. I'm pretty sure this was the same situation, right? And the rumors in this so-called area, a lot of people were assuming that the coochie started it. And that's basically it on the coochie, all right? I don't know if the coochie's real or if the coochie's fake, but I will leave that up to you to decide. And if you want to test your luck, you can. There is no way in hell that I'm going to try and find out if this coochie is real, okay? We, we do not... We do not want to go over to Japan and see if that coochie, you know, kills us, right? No bad coochie. I'm like, come here, put that pussy on me. Don't be running from me. Damn it. How did he get back in the fucking room? Security, get him out of here before I put these nuts. Ha! <laughs> God damn it. Why are you here? Fuck. Not you, Quagmire, alright? Everybody out right now. I am not doing this today, okay? Please, leave me the fuck alone so I can talk to my beautiful audience about the coochie. God. I am sorry, listeners, for Lil Baby and fucking Quagmire, okay? Not cool. I'd... Anyways, I apologize, okay? I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was really fun to, you know, learn about another culture's, you know, urban legend. This one is interesting. I don't know why, you know, Asia does so well with the paranormal. Because they've got some really fucking creepy shit over there. Alright? I don't know what it is, but... Lord, I do not want to find out, Okay? Thankfully, like our like our horror movies aren't as scary as theirs. All right, for some reason I just do not fuck with their kind of horror. All right, but I hope you guys had a wonderful week. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. Um, if you haven't checked out the Imaginarium, Imaginarium of Thought, I was on there a, f- a couple weeks ago. That is out. Okay. Go look at it. It is really, really interesting. I was also on the Red Pill Cartel with Davey Wavy. That's also another really good episode. It just released, I think, on Friday. I can't remember. It was recent. So, go check it out. Show them some love. All right? They do a wonderful job. Okay? And, yeah, there's a bunch of other shows I'm going on. So, 
they will be out shortly and hopefully you guys enjoy those too because we get into some really interesting topics and you know I'm a lonely podcaster over here so it gets kind of you know I get lonely sometimes I need some I need some McLovin okay from my fellow podcasters right not sexually you pervs okay don't want that I'm just saying you know talk about some random shit alright um Tuesday got another short reddit horror story coming at you at noon like usual Thursday breaking down the insidious red door at noon for you guys movie was fucking good I liked it a lot okay even though Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a 38 fucking percent when I checked this morning bullshit a bullshit a bullshit, a bullshit. It's bullshit, okay. But it was it was really good. It was really, really good. I if you haven't seen it, go see it. We're also getting Talk to Me that was shot by A24. That's coming out on July 28th. And The Nun 2. Also coming out on July 28th. I'm gonna do when when those two movies come out, I'm gonna do the Nun 2 first and then Talk to Me. So just a heads up, alright? And then on Saturday, new episode at noon, Rando Nautica Horror Stories. And you're going to love it. Trust me. If you like urban exploration, this is your fucking app. Okay? You will like this. Trust me. There are some really fucking creepy stories. Alright? But yeah, other than that, um, I hope you guys had a wonderful day, a wonderful week, a wonderful weekend. And let's get through this week. Let's get this paper, all right? Let's get this bread. Let's buy ourselves something fucking nice this weekend, all right? Next week, I plan on buying my Crypticon tickets for the Minneapolis show. So if you're going to be there, pop out. Show me some love, all right? And I don't know. That's, yeah, basically it. Oh, I also bought the Annabelle Creation movie poster. Y'all can suck my dick. It is so fucking dope, and I got it. So, yeah. Just wanted to flex real quick, sorry. Let me, I didn't mean to say suck my dick. I'll take, I'll take that back, so. But, yes, alright? So, remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing, or you will end up in one of my episodes, stay safe. I love y'all. Deuces.